What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode nine, nine of the I Don't Know No Talking About Sports podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. This is the premiums podcast. We're talking average sports with the average guy and with the average taste. Because for real, most of us, especially me, I don't know what I'm talking about. Got a great episode this week. We're going to drop part two of that basketball pod. Finish up basketball season with basketball coming starting on October 25th, starting next week. Basketball season is here. So we're going to finish up that pod. We're going to recap a a great conference um, college football slate and talk about some NFL games that intrigues me. You know, if it's your first time listening, I appreciate it. It's your first, second, third, fourth, fifth time listening. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Don't forget we drop every Sunday on whatever you get your podcast at. So get it from Spotify. Follow your boy. Get it from um, Apple Pod. Set your notifications on. So you'll see every Sunday when we drop. Don't want to talk too much or get too much into it. We're going to get into this pod. So like I always say, let's get into it. Segue like what star? Because every year star gets traded this season. Yeah. Take James Harden out of it because you know that's probably inevitable. Yeah, he's gonna get traded. I think the next star, I, my star, I think is Trey Young. I think Atlanta says we're not going nowhere with Trey Young, and I think Trey Young gets traded to a team, to a a mediocre team like a. Oh, who's the team? I don't want to say Chicago. It got to be a t- I can't think of a team you can trade to, but it'll be a team that's like on the cusp of like eight seed, seven seed, maybe could be a top tier team. Not a, like a top playoff seeded team. Like a team that, that's surprising to people like. Honestly, that's a good take. I think Trey, we don't, nobody talks about this team, but I think Trey can really get dealt to Utah. That's who I was thinking of. Where, like, Jordan Clarkson can get moved from that team. They'll probably keep um, their power forward. I, I can't think of his name right now. Oh, uh, Markinen. Yeah, they'll take Lloyd Markinen and they'll put Trey with, in Utah and put Jordan Clarkson in Atlanta. And they have DeJounte Murray still. And they'll still continue to keep their pieces and build from that. I think Atlanta just is like, want to be like, bro, we had our run. Yeah, they're not. We were good. When they didn't sign John Collins back, I was like, okay, yeah, they ready to rebuild. Yeah. Like, we're not going to get no higher than the fourth, fifth, sixth seed. Exactly. Like, we made our money. <laughs> We've been good. Atlanta, we done made a name. Time, it's time to, you know what I'm saying, let Trey go. I'm not going to pay that much money for Trey. Yeah. Trey's, I agree. It's simply he's kind of worth it. I mean, he's a top 20 point guard on the Eastern Conference. That's mm-hmm. a 28 and 12 player each game. He averages that. You know, it's Maybe they just need to put another piece around Trent. Do Philly try to see if they can put a package together to give? That will open up the floor for Joel. Heavy. Philly needs a good point guard. I mean, James Harden, he had led the league in assists last year. And him and Joel B clearly had a good dynamic. He don't want to be there now. But, yeah, James Harden don't want to be there. So, that's another good spot for Trey. So, Trey can go to Philly. But I really feel like if anybody will step up, I think this is Tyrese Max's year. I think Max is going to have the ball more in his hands. He's going to his assist numbers are going to be more up, and I think it's going to be more so a two man game of Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid, and then James Harden is going to have to move to the third option. 
you know, because they don't really know what they're going to get with James Harden. If he's going to be fully committed, if he's not, if he's going to be there for the whole season. So they have to pretty much, even though James Harden is there right now in training camp and maybe there for the beginning of the season, they have to operate as James Harden is not going to be there for the remainder of the season. He's not going to be a long-term answer. So I think Tyree Maxey is going to have to be, uh, his role is going to have to be increased. So what about, I'm thinking for Trey, you know, Brooklyn got a lot of picks, and it'd be exciting to have Trey in New York. It would be. I don't know what all Atlanta would ask for. I mean, Brooklyn has good pieces, so they're not going to get rid of Mikhail Bridges, mm-hmm. but and they get like you might take Cam Johnson. Uh, what's that? Not not the tall kid, but the other kid. So I think they'll keep Cam. I think they'll keep Mikhail. What they will get rid of is Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh-huh. I think they'll get rid of Dorian Finney-Smith, uh-huh. and they may give a couple pieces or uh, or draft picks for. You got Trey at point. Trey at point. They got the, the center. Uh-huh. Um, um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that has a So I think they're the trade in New York. You know, the excitement factor is one thing. Brooklyn, you still got to sell tickets. Yeah. <laughs> but b- believe me when he plays New York Knicks, bro, they are going to be booing that Trey Young crazy. Trey Young is a villain right. in New York. So he's going to be celebrated when he goes to Barclays. But when he goes to play the New York uh, Knicks, it's a wrap. Like, they hate Trey Young there. So, but that makes good for good TV, good marketing dollars. So I mean, I think it's a win-win if they went to Brooklyn. Yeah. I'd rather him in Brooklyn than Utah. But yeah. we'll see. And, you know, then I think another another two players, if the Bulls are not good, I think they trade both their players in Zach Levine and DeMar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the Bulls are gonna wear it. And Lonzo Ball, he's not playing again until possibly next year. Yeah. So the Bulls are. So like, say they like in the dumps, they're not playing good teams. Just ain't meshing. They working like they did last year. Mm-hmm. I think mid season they go ahead and definitely Zach. Maybe not tomorrow, but definitely because Zach. No Zach. Got, they just signed into that big contract. Yeah, they got to go. Yeah, they're not gonna want to pay all that money, and their team not gonna be good. Yeah, they're playing every season. Yeah, they're they're done. Yeah. But honestly, it's it's only a few teams. It's on the east and west coast, so. I think with the Bulls being a mid-level team, like you said, they're going to break up that team, and I think they're going to have to put Zach Levine somewhere where he can possibly win a championship or be on a championship caliber team. Um, it's just not a lot of options right now. To be What's honest. the stuff, man? What's the stuff, man? What's the stats? That's what I'm saying. So, it'd be like the West, if I'm Memphis, do I go get a Zach? Like, if Zach's on the trading block, Zach is a scorer that can help a team that's trying to get there, get there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I keep saying Utah, because Utah is a score away from being a decent West Coast team. Yeah, they are. But. I think if Zach's available, and I think Memphis was a good option, I think they, they would need a swap for Desmond Bain. Yeah. I think that's a good swap. However you want to work it with cash considerations or trade picks. Yeah. But I think Zach Levine is more of an impact player than Desmond Bain. And what you need, you don't need empty stats. You need players that are impact players that when it's crucial crunch time numbers, Zach Levine is a guy that's going to get you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I think with basketball, I'm going to say, like, 
And that's how I feel about some of trace stats. I feel like they I'm look like, great, but does it really help you win? It doesn't. I mean, he ends up having to score. You know, I mean, he starts his games off, you know, just being a point, true point guard, and it's like next thing you know, you know, he has to go off in the third or fourth quarter just for Atlanta to have a chance. Yeah, and it's like if some players I look at their stats like, damn, they came up like at the right time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I look at it like, oh, you just yeah. is your stats really like that? You know what I'm saying? But speaking of stats, we talked a little bit, we'll get back to basketball. Let's talk a bit something that like is dear to my heart when basketball season starts. And they're saying, I like to say, don't fuck with my part. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> like, like, we all, we all, y'all brought, y'all put me on. You know what I'm saying? Bandle. Right. So say, hey, holla at me. Bandle. Right. <laughs> Bandle, hit your boy up, bro. Sponsor my guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But basketball to me, like football is cool to bet on, but when they get the basketball season, yeah, they take my money. Yeah. I ain't okay. Like it's a lot of games during the day, and basketball can hurt your feelings, make you feel great. But it's like, man, I don't even want to. I didn't my hat like twice off the basketball season. Damn. Okay. Like, 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 it's just the way you build the parlay. You know what I'm saying? So like, I explain to the people since y'all bet. You know what I'm saying? How. How you build? What's, what kind of parlay you build in basketball? What you trying to build? Are you building game lines? You build? How you building your parlay for people that might be out here trying to figure out how to, you know, sports? Well, same game parlay. I mean, you know, as a fan, do kind of sore, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's kind of like I put multiple parlays up. You know, so I have my money line parlay. Yeah, I might mix in a little over 100 total points on that. Yeah, you know, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter points. Then my other parlays, you know, we're just going straight player stats, you know, over straight over-unders on, you know what I'm saying, that could be rebounds, points, assists, steals, blocks, you know. I you mean, so many options. It's not like football. You know, football is kind of, you know, it's kind of straightforward, you know. Either he's going to get this many yards or he not. You yeah. know what I mean? Over-under, direct. But, you know, basketball, I mean, you really have the defensive stats. You have the offensive stats. But, I mean, you know, if you're looking to bet, you know, just my advice, keep your parlay at five or below. That's even a lot. You know what I mean? That's a lot. You know what I mean? I know y'all be seeing these, like, when you put my little 10 bucks up, win me 10 grand, but no. It's cap. It never happens. It's cap. It never happens. It's always going to be one thing. Bet on, bet on three things and put 100 bucks on it, 150 bucks on it, you know what I'm saying? Die on that hill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You got money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. It's like you could, you got, you need ten things to happen for your fifty dollars, or you got five things to happen for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. fifty bucks. You know what I mean? It's, I it's all odds. I feel you. Because I think that's that's the game, bro. You know, you, you be falling in love with that. The odds of plus fifteen thousand, fifteen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Crazy stuff. So it's like. You know, but I mean, me personally, you know, football, my favorite thing to bet on. You know what I mean? I feel like football is kind of easier. But basketball, I mean, you just have a lot of options with basketball. There's a lot more things you can bet on in basketball. But, you know, hey, I, I, I do a both. You know what I'm saying? But talk to Ron, man. Ron actually won on that joint, you know? Yeah, Ron, Ron might be the only one to actually win on this mug the most. <laughs> 
<laughs> Honestly, for me, like, I mean, I bet on sports. I love sports I don't know. So my biggest sports are baseball and basketball. So for me, when we're talking about basketball season coming up, I I don't do money lines that much, but I'm very invested into the players. So good websites to look at is like Stat News yep. and just obviously just watch the games and you see different tendencies of players and look at the matchups. Uh, I would say if you have the money for it, I'm a conservative better. So there's a couple over-unders I would do that are straight. So, example, if you're looking at, you know, the Celtics versus the Bucks game, you know, you can kind of see what – you know what Kato's going to do. You know what Giannis is going to do. So, you just got to do a straight over-under on those people. Low-key guys. Exactly. But the, the role players, if you're looking at Chris Middleton or if you're looking at maybe uh, uh, last year, like Malcolm Brogdon. Derek White, 12 points. Yeah. So, for me, I'm going to do – yeah, I'm going to do alternate points. So if he averages 12, I might do, you know, plus nine and a half or something like that. And, you know, I'm not going to bet 10 bucks on that. I'm going to probably, you know, put 15, 20 bucks on maybe a little more than that. Yeah. And it'll win you maybe $300, $400. And I think the biggest thing for people is don't go for the home runs all the time. Yeah. Let your small wins and build those small wins. So if you do 20 bucks to go to 200 and then you win 200 Maybe put a little more next time. Maybe put 25, 30 bucks to go to four and you build your parlay. I think the biggest thing is just building your parlays, small bets to get, you know, decent money and then build from there. That's and, and my recommendation. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, talk about these things. I, I, I'm your $5 better. Trying to win, okay. you know what I'm saying, at 200. Okay. But like, it's little stuff I'm going to do, though. Like, okay. like, like basketball, I love basketball because you got the performance, though. That's my jam. Yeah, I'm putting six of them, seven of them together. And I don't, that's what I hit on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jokic, double-double, plus win, plus and such, 10 points, plus win. Hey, bro. Solid bet. Solid <laughs> bet. Them shits don't hit sometimes when they do. You know what I'm saying? That little, five, that little five, give me 300 real quick. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes when I won my bets, man, I, it was over. I was telling Ron this joint early. It's like, you know, sometimes you be so in tune with the game, you're not even enjoying that joint no more. Okay, look you look at your phone. Your stat. <laughs> you got 10, I'm let's go. The times I put on parlays, man, it's kind of like, I just kind of gave up on the parlay myself. I was like, man, I'm just going to watch the game. I'm just going to sleep. It's another game probably added after that. It's yeah. like, I'll wake up and I'll hit the parlay. Yeah. I'm saying shout out to Brian and the Lakers, man. God looked out for me a lot last season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I want to go to, like, Who's like last year? Who was like? Let me tell you what my go-to was. Right? It was not, maybe not last year, but two years ago. Sadiq Bay get three threes. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, my God, the Pistons was the Desmond Bay getting three threes yeah. and Memphis win. That was my that was my thing. Yeah. Who else was my guy? You know, you can't Wiggins two threes. Yeah. Line. Yeah. Um, like I'm that type of guy. I don't go to look because like the odds. I'm going with the odds on that. Like. Give me Andrew Wiggins 15 in a win. Mm. Like, I, I can take that chance. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I want to, um, that people don't, some people like, oh, yeah, I would just do like, yeah, the stuff they know, the, the betters know, the odds makers know LeBron will get 25. Right. But you want to show them something, say LeBron will hit three threes. Like, oh, okay. All right, now you cooking. It's going to be jokes because how they, how they treat the superstars with the odds, man. Like, I know it's like, even like being in football now, it's like most of the quarterbacks, it's like over, under, 
Let it be Pat Mahomes, you know what I'm saying? Over under two and a half. You know what I'm saying? They do that. They do that with Steph too. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. It's like everybody else is like, okay, three threes, four threes, five like that. Warriors win. With Steph, it's like over six and a half threes in a way. And then you sit there like seven threes. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I Anthony Simmons, twenty points in the win. Yeah. That's my guy. Hey, like. I'm like, like you said, like the Derrick Whites and stuff like that. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? I know we're talking about basketball, but you know me, I'm always going to put a little hockey one in there, too. So I got yeah. to get the Colorado Avalanche. I got to get a hockey game, man. Two, the saying, match with it. You know what I'm saying? Right, every time, man. Every time. If they slip, man, shout out to Toronto. You know what I'm saying? New York Islanders, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I ain't going to count. Every basketball parlay I got, it's all it's all. like, it like it gets you because you scroll, and then like you scroll to the hockey, you be like, might as well grab grab a couple ones. Next thing, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the, that's the problem right there. Cause next thing you know, now I'm betting on Venezuelans. You know what I'm saying? Basketball, some random that shit like that. that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I told, I'll tell you at the bar. I was like, you know, uh, looking at Shanghai Sharks. You know. <laughs> Yeah, so that, my man Shane Wing about to get his ten real quick. That's not going to lead you because you you you're betting too much. You betting on. Uh, stuff, you I don't bet on table tennis one day. Well, you're wild. Tennis, not even real tennis. Well, you might, tennis, boy, you bro. might have the problem. You might talk so much. Table tennis, my boy. You might hit But nah, parlay is like, like I just want to bring it up because basketball. Really, I feel like it's easy to build a parlor in basketball. I ain't even gonna cap. Like, it's easy to like, you know, build more. Like, I could build five things that might hit. I thought like you hit, but NFL is a team sport. So, like, I can say Jamar Chase 100 yards receiving, but if Joe Burrow ain't playing good, it is what it is. But yeah. Joel and B gonna get, probably get you this 30. There's too many components, I feel like, in football. And it, it, it relies on situations like, you know, if if you need receiving yards, to me, if you need receiving yards and the team's up, the team that you that you need receiving yards is up, they're gonna start rushing more, like especially at the fourth quarter. And it's like, okay, I need Garrett Wilson to get sixty plus yards, and they're up two touchdowns. They're gonna go to Brees Hall. They're not gonna keep throwing. So I feel like there's so much that relies on different scenarios of football and basketball. You know, it's five people. So they are relying on, you know, they're touching the ball a lot more. They have more opportunities to score, more opportunities to rebound, and the, the play of the game is a lot faster. So that's why I feel like football, I think money line is easier. And yeah. that's why and the over easier. under total points. Over under is easier in football. Basketball, I think, is more so okay, I can build a parlay individual players. So what sport, like everybody, you know what I'm saying? What's, your, what, what's everybody's sport? I ain't gonna lie. I get active on the soccer. Like the soccer one, the World Cup won me a ton of money. I ain't gonna lie. And it's like okay. in the English Premiership League, I can win money on soccer. Like I can put a bet on soccer and I know like every weekend I about hit on one or two. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's like that's my sport. Like I can pick who gonna win and pick who probably is gonna get like so many shots on goal and stuff like that. That's my thing. Like basketball and hockey, I don't know why. I don't even watch them all the time like that. But them are my two sports that I can bet on and I'm going to hit on. Them are my sports. But what, what's y'all sports that you know I'm saying? That you like, you know, I'm, if I can only bet on this sport because it hits the most, what sports you hitting on? Uh, 
Lucky players win game. for you. He started missing the shots. You know, he's going two for eight. Like, you know what I'm saying? He ain't trying to. Yeah. But, you know, it's fun, man. Just always been on the Eagles, though. You know what I'm saying? Eagles, Lakers, man. They don't shield bread, man. Shout out to 5 and 0. You know what I'm saying? We'll be in New York on Sunday. All right. What's up? <laughs> for me, I think it's going to be the baseball and basketball. So, like, you know, you, you'll get an end of the year recap. And you'll see exactly yeah, you that's all. So for me, every year, the last two years I've been on FanDuel is Dodgers. It's on it's the team I win the most money on. And then surprisingly, Pistons is the team I win, win the most money on. The no key team? Do they yeah. good? They crazy. And then Killian Hayes, you know, over an assist, under a point. It's like it's like a dream on green kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, I share a personal story with y'all, like. Um, on on a date with uh, my fiance for for the listeners, her name is Portia, and we were going out and you know how you talk about the experience of like you trying to like enjoy the game, but you know you're on your phone constantly looking if you got enough points and that whatever. We're 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 drinking, we're having a good time, and I'm thinking I'm about to hit a crazy parlay. I'm like, get whatever you want. I'm paying. I got this. Parlay don't hit. Parlay. And, and it was, the last parlay I had was an over-under. And this is how crazy basketball parlay is. So I want y'all to, like, understand, like, make sure y'all, you know, do individual, don't do over-under. So my over-under was a Detroit Pistons game versus the Mavericks. Wow. And the, the total was, like, over 180.5. And I'm like, man, I'm about to hit for $1,000. Buy whatever you want. And it was a minute left in the game. And they're the more over unders 180.5. They're at 178. All the the Mavs are losing. All they had to do was just run the clock out and just say, you know, somebody, the ball. Three. somebody I will never forget. It was a Mavs last year. Christian Wood said, I'm gonna take a three and cash it five seconds. 181 and I lose a thousand bucks. Mind you, I was drunk and Never drunk bet. I put a hundred fifty bucks up. You know, when I, <laughs> we went from a thousand yeah, to losing one fifty. And when I tell you, when Ben was like, so my girl was like, "All right, so what, what drink can I get?" And I looked at her. I was like, yeah, "I'm done here. Like, like check, please." And 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 when I had to tell her exactly what happened, she was just like, "No, don't don't ever just you know project that until and for sure when so." Mind, be mindful. We're talking about betting. We're talking about parlays. Yeah. But make sure, like, you bet, you know, what you can risk. Don't overbet and overpromise anything that you can't deliver. So bet responsibly. Bet responsibly, know? like Josh said. Right. And just make sure that you are, you know, if you can lose the money and you're uncomfortable betting it, bet it. But if you can't, you know, you end up like me where and more, more rounds, you know, <laughs> it's checked. So don't do that. That's crazy. That's why, like, in these basketball games, I feel like 
at the actual game, my players are like, yo, these fans are wild. It's because of betting, yo. Like, you sitting there losing your part. Your last leg of your parlay is like, old boy on the court to get 10. He's sitting there at six with like five. Like, my hey, bum ass nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you can't enjoy the game no more because you bad. Like, but I'm not going to lie. I, I want to pull up to a game. I want to pull up to a Wizards game or a Hornets game. You know, we're in the DMV area. And I want to put a parlay and watch the game. So, I mean. Why you want to do that to yourself, bro? Yeah, I know it's tough, but I feel like I want that experience. And I feel like, you know, I can understand why people want that experience too. They want to be able to watch their favorite player play and win money off that player. Like, we're in that age now where you're not just watching the game, you're also making money off the, the players that you love. So it's a, it's a big com- contradiction because at the same time, you should be able just to watch the game and enjoy it. Yeah. But at the same time, like, if, if that same person, that, that game that you love can make you some money and make sure you have a great night with your, your significant other or get you what you want as far as, like, you know, material things or whatever you want to use that money towards, yeah. you know, why not? Real. So I feel that. So like, you know what I'm saying? Wrap it up. I wanna get like last couple of takes. Like who y'all got the finals? We had to pick right now. Who's your what's your NBA finals? Yeah. NBA finals, man. It's a good one. Uh, I'm gonna say classic. I'm gonna say classic battle, man. Lakers Boston. And that's what's gonna come down to. I mean, Brian, you know, he's getting older, but he's getting better. You know, he's still efficient every year. You yeah. know, so he finds a way. We ain't never seen nothing like this before. So it's like I'm never counting Brian out. You know what I mean? And just with what Boston added to their squad, I mean, having size, you know what I'm saying, having that extra defender, uh Drew Drew Holiday made his own shot, you know, could handle the point, you know, it's just bring up space for it. Jason and Jalen, you know, but I'm really expecting to see more from Jalen, man. They didn't give you that 330. You know what I'm saying? We got to see more. And he's been getting better each year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's been that consistency. But I think that, yeah, Lakers Boston. I think, and this is mine, I thought about this. I think Kevin Durant gets there with Phoenix, but then he loses to Milwaukee. I think Dane gets his long-awaited championship. I think you won. Yeah, I think I think when you get to the playoffs, like like basketball is so much different than football. I'm running. When you get to the playoffs, it's about to start. Like the game slows down, and now Giannis doesn't have to be everything. Should have going on. Um, shout out Dion, shout out Colorado. No, we're not doing that. We said we're not doing that. Uh, I think those are all good picks, man. I honestly feel like I'm thinking about the, the, the two conferences, West East, and to start off, I would say Western Conference, I think it's going to be a rematch of Denver and LA of the Western Eastern I Conference. I can see if they Denver lost a lot of people, though. They did. They lost Bruce Brown. That was a big hit, but they still got the core intact. Still got Caldwell? They still got Brown. I, I think, yeah. They still, they still got, got Brown. Brown is still stepping up. But I think also on the East, they got the Bucks. And I mean, if it lines properly, I think Bucks and Celtics. And I'm not mad at Josh Tate for Lakers and Celtics, 
But I ultimately think the Lakers get their get back, beat Denver in the Western Conference, and I think that the Bucks get there over the Celtics in the Eastern Conference. And I, I agree. I think the uh, Dame. Oh, Jimmy Butts. Nah, not this year. I think they don't have enough. And I think Dame honestly gets his first ring um, over the Lakers. And I think probably Bucks is six. It's a lot of confidence in Dame for his first year. Right. Dame, like, 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 let's keep it Giannis a and Dame is Let's keep it a buck. No, like, Dame was on the losing team, but he was eating last year. Like, Dame went the like. He scored 71. Like, like and now, like, I think the Bucks still have enough. Like, the Bucks still kept Bobby Portis. Um, right? Yeah, they still kept Bobby. They did. They lost Grayson, but they kept Pat. They got Brooke Lopez still. They still got Brooke Lopez. What about Middleton? Middleton. Middleton. So, I think, like, they got enough to win. I think the Bucks are at the point, like, where, like, LeBron is at and with, with the Cavs and with the Lakers. I think the Bucks don't care about seeding. It's just about getting there. Exactly, I agree. And that's a that's a uh, rough combo when you got to see Dane and Giannis that for seven games. Exactly, you just lock up the paint. But you can't. But but Dane, if Chris Chris is gonna be hit, if Chris hitting, he hit you a couple threes. Brooke hit you a couple threes. You got to come out and guard Dane. It's, it's the same issue. When a lot of these teams try to load up the, you know, these squads with all these superstars. And it's like these dudes have to touch the ball. The spacing has to be perfect. It's overcrowded. You just turn it into one-on-one basketball. You're not winning any championships. For, name one team that's won the championship playing one-on-one basketball. I'm not saying one-on-one basketball. I'm saying Dame opens up the foot. Because Drew, no matter how much we like Drew, Drew was hit and miss yeah. with his three. You got to guard Dame as soon as he crosses half court, or that nigga's going to go off. Exactly. You got to respect it. I'm sure Chase will live and die by that. If he gives us 50 tonight, we'll live and die by that. You know what I mean? But it's just like, it's more more to the, you know, I think Middleton is going to need to touch the ball more to get get going. You know what I mean? He was kind of like their go-to shooter. He was a go-to ball handler for a lot. Like with Drew. And then Drew. Yeah. So it's like now the ball's gonna be in Dame's hands. It's like okay, like he's not as many touches, obviously. But it's like Giannis. It's like I think people can figure out Giannis. I mean, Giannis is a you know he a dog, he a hooper, but it's like flood the paint. You know he ain't really got no, he ain't really got no handles. I mean, I saw a little video. I saw a video on TikTok where like he ain't got no move, but some of his little step throughs and stuff. I mean, Giannis got a little bag. But and I also think the Bucks midseason get another good veteran too on a team from a team that's not doing as well. Mm-hmm. I think the Bucks get another good veteran that can help them. Like what you think we gonna like? That's true too. Any team could, but like like how Nuggets went and got KCP and he helped them win the, the, that championship. Like. Yeah, I can't think of a good veteran that's... I don't know what kind of veteran is out like. But what have they got? Dwight Howard to back up Giannis. Yo, okay. This is a second. I don't know what I know we going to... I think people's cool, man. But, I mean, what helped them was Aaron Gordon. He just went off in the finals. He did. He he, he bought it. What helped... I mean, I'm talking about even before that. What really helped them was having Jeff Green and Aaron Gordon actually being able to be hit to hit with LeBron. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? You have somebody could wear LeBron down like to actually defend. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's really, that was, to me, that's what really got But like, I mean, you still know. need guys to step up, but like D-Lo didn't step up. KCP stepped up and it helped. But I really want to say, Dwight Howard should be in the league, bro. He should be. Like, I don't know why, I don't know who, who girl he slept with, who mama he slapped. Sleep on girls, man. <laughs> wow, you know what I'm saying? JVP, man. <laughs> like, 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 bro, like, the white, like, the white can be on somebody's team, right? This, the Lakers needed the white last year. I did. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Jamel Lowe was white, bro. You know what I'm saying? Well, the, the white slander be heavy. I'll tell you, Jamel Lowe. Like, like, the white not gonna be a Hall of Famer? Oh, for sure. I just saw the stats alone, but. But, like, y'all don't think the white can help no championship team? The same way that the Marcus Cousins got the championship team. But the Marcus is a slight. The Marcus is going to Marcus say what he want to say. And I, I hope he never hears because that's a big dude and he angry. But <laughs> the Marcus can say what he want to say. But the Marcus ain't getting the ball to score. I don't think he's ready to step in that role as I'm not going to get the ball to score. Yeah. The White don't ask to score. The White said, I'll play defense, I'll block shot, and I'll rebound. He does more of the hustle points. The White ain't got no choice. The Marcus is going to be like, oh, I know I ain't been the lead this long, but since I give it the team, yo. You think the White got a choice? No, but I'm saying so, like, some cats can, can, can adapt to their role, but then, like, I think that's the biggest thing hurting the Marcus. The Marcus don't want to score. Think, and they're going to be I like, the Marcus, you can't. I think it was a false perception with the Marcus. I think team owners and GMs felt like he was a problem in the locker room, and he really wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because he plays hard, but I mean, that's another conversation. Like, because, like, yeah, I mean, me personally, I'm looking at the market. I saw him with Denver that time, that little bit of time, and then him and AD was together. Like, the Marcus is going to want to score. He still thinks he can get 20 points a game. Right. He's passionate. I think he just gets pissed off and they take his passion. So I go to, you just. But can you go to the and be like, the you're never going to touch the ball besides the offensive rebound? I need you to block shots or play defense. He's going to be in the league. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you got to accept it at some point. You know what I'm saying? Father Tom is undefeated, man. Yeah. I, but I think the White can really help. I think the White still got game. Like, he can really help a team. For sure. But, you know. Yeah, I really think, honestly, it's like sometimes your name uh, is bigger than your talent at, at a certain point. So, Dwight Howard. Name and the pitch he brings. I ain't trying to piss you off. How they gonna sell it? Did he just run fifteen yards? That's a first down and everything. Watching Colorado, and they getting hyped by him making a hit. He got the first down though. How you like? Before we get out of here though, man. I, no, that's where I'm finishing point. I cut him off. My bad. Oh, you got, I'm just saying, like a lot of times they don't bring certain players in because of their name and what they bring is too much of a distraction. That's like you were just talking about football. You know, that's why Kaepernick would never get a job in the NFL, no matter how many that's, years. Yes, because his name is bigger than probably his talent. He's been out the league six years. Mm. So, like, you know, they're going to, in interviews, in every press conference is like, cap, 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 cap. But he's, no longer, he's no longer that player no more. So, it's like, does your talent still meet, you know, what your name brings? So, back to basketball, Dwight Howard coming to a team like the Warriors he tried out for like, yeah, Dwight Howard's no longer the same player in Orlando, so nobody wants the circus that comes with Dwight Howard, and he's no longer that same player that he was in Orlando. What's the problem in L.A. with LeBron? 
He wasn't. He was on the radar, but that was the, the 2020 COVID season. So yeah. there's so much going on that, like, the last thing that people were really asking about was, like, hey, how does Dwight fit? How's the chemistry? Like, yeah. you know, he flew under the radar. But now it, it's too much to bring him in. So I just feel like you can't bring him to play like that if he's not going to be able to be there. All right, everybody, let's get into a recap of week eight of football and also a recap of the week in sports, okay? Before we get into football, just wanted to shout out some of the other sports real quick in the MLB or Major League Baseball. You got both the NL and American League Championship Series um, on right now. Last night, the Phillies beat the Arizona Dominant Backs to take a 3-2 lead in the Championship Series. The Phillies can have a chance to clinch a, a trip to the World Series on Monday. And tonight, the Astros have the chance to clinch a, a trip to the World Series again. Now they always going to the World Series. They beat the Rangers tonight because they have a 3-2 lead. Now, if you've not seen baseball or you're not really a baseball fan, I think this year's a little bit easier to beat the games a little bit quicker. Playoff baseball is extra intense, especially when you get past that fifth, sixth inning. A lot of, lot of gamemanship going on. A lot of trying to figure out matchups and everything. So, you know, give it a watch. Um, another big shout-out to the Las Vegas Aces. Back-to-back champions in the WNBA. I think it's the first time it's been done since the Sparks did it. But don't quote me. Didn't research that part. I apologize. But again, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but shout-out to the Aces. They dominated all season. Aja Wilson, if you haven't seen her, she's a dog. But um, shout-out to them. And now let's get into our football, college football yesterday. Now, if you don't know, late October, early November, October, November games are very important games. These are all conference games. These are games that that win you championships, that get you good bowl games, that you want your team to be playing the best football right now because these are the games that truly matter. The earlier games matter, but they're more like because college doesn't have a preseason like a preseason game. You know what I'm saying? So now you get into your conference play. Um, so let's get into a little bit of Division One football. Um, Ohio State beats Penn State yet again. I think it's like Penn State has lost the last 10 meetings against Ohio State. Um, everybody thought this was the year that Penn State had the team to do it. Just really couldn't do it. Defense played very well. Offense just couldn't get off the ground. Ohio State wins that game 20 to 12. Marvin Harrison with a Marvin Harrison Jr. with another big game. Um, just couldn't, the offense just couldn't get off the ground for Penn State. Another loss, Ohio State. Ohio State is proving that they're still a dominant team. Um, another big game is Alabama versus Tennessee. Everybody remember what happened at Tennessee last year. Tennessee upset Alabama where they come to Alabama and Brian Denny lose 34-20. Um, was a good game, good close game, but, you know, Alabama's just starting to roll, starting to click a little bit now. So, you know, um, I think that probably the next tough challenge for Alabama is Alabama's going to win the SEC. Uh, they're from the side of the SEC. I think it's Alabama and Georgia because LSU was not that good to me. But you never know. Never know in college football. Um, upset, Virginia goes to North Carolina and Chapel Hill and beats Drake May and the, the North Carolina Tar Heels 31-27. Big win for the Virginia coach, um, the ex-officer coordinator at Clemson. It was looking rough for him and his program, but this win – Really gives them a jolt, a lift, because a uh, big upset to go into Chapel Hill and win that game. Huge upset. Utah upsets. It's not really upset, but Utah beats USC 34-32. to um, 
Last minute drive, great game. Last minute drive for Utah, and they win the game. I think US for USC goes. Lincoln Riley's not going to be able to win. They're going to the Big Ten. Not going to be able to win any real championships um, until he gets a defense. They have to get a better defense because you can't just outscore everybody. I know it looks good, sounds good on film, but like you got arguably the best quarterback in college football, and you're barely. Arizona State's, Colorado's, now you lose to Utah, which Utah is not, I'm not saying Utah's a bad team, but, you know, you gotta take advantage of it. Um, another big game, Florida State keeps their winning ways going with a 38-20 win against Duke. I know it's an 18-point win, but if you didn't see the game, Duke played a hell of a game. Duke, Duke um, really challenged Florida State, but at the end, I think the talent of Florida State kind of just took over. Um, and kind of overmatched Duke a little bit, but it was a really good, entertaining game down late night in Tallahassee. Um, let's get into some of the HBCU games. Let's start off with the MEAC. Um, started conference play today. If you didn't see Thursday night game, North Carolina Central beats Morgan State 16-10, the defensive battle. Um, Morgan State had a great defensive plan, just doesn't have much offense. At the end of the day, Central scored some points, just enough points to win that game. Um, in a tough Thursday matchup over the weekend, you had South Carolina State go to Dover, Delaware, kind of and dominate Delaware State on the ground. Had two 100-yard rushers, ran for over 350 yards in that game. Delaware State just couldn't generate any offense, losing 35 to seven. Um, Howard on their homecoming beats my Spartans 27 to 23 in a good game. Dover State had the lead late in the game. Howard drove down late scored a touchdown and um, took the four-point win on their homecoming. A um, couple of other games we can talk about as far as HBCU football. Hampton goes down to Delaware 47-3. to It's a really looking tough for Hampton. Lost 61-10 last week and now losing 47-3. Does not look good for them. Um, anti a game to Richmond, 33-10. to 10. Um, And he just got to get a win against my Spartans, but haven't been able to generate anything since. Uh, next week, Hampton and NC play for Hampton's homecoming. Big game. I think both of them teams need a win. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be basically who can get, get started fast, get some offense generated, because both Hampton and NC are looking for a win next week at Hampton's homecoming. Um... In the SWAC in the Deep South, we had Jackson State beat Mississippi Valley 21-6. Even though it was 21-6, really not a great showing by Jackson State offense. But, hey, you did what you had to do to win the game. Um, you got Alcorn State continuing their winning ways against Arkansas Pine Bluff 31-7. Really dominated that game. Southern, I know the Southern fans not happy, but 28-18 to – they beat 28 28- – they beat Bethune 28-18 in Jacksonville at the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. Not a great showing by Southern. Some Southern fans think they should be dominating that team. But, hey, a win is a win. Still keep your swag championship hopes alive. Um, fam, fam, you continues to win. Kind of slept walk through this game a little bit, but still gets the win against Texas Southern, 31-21. So, shout out to FAMU um, for doing what they need to do. It's still like it's a collision course for FAMU and Alcorn State to be in the swag championship game. But, like I said, it's college football. You never know. Um, 
it was a great week this week. I mean, week eight, you're getting down to the end. Only about three or four games left. Everybody trying to buy, um, get in that championship race. Everybody trying to finish off strong. Everybody has their own definition of what they think the season is going to be this year. So, it's a big, big race. I mean, I just stay tuned. Uh, that's all I can say. Stay tuned, especially to college football because conference races are starting to heat up. We're about to have some big matchups, and um, it's going to be a fun stretch to the end. Um, today, you know, it's a Sunday, so a couple of NFL games to look at. We got um, a couple of games that excite me this week. We got the Lions versus the Ravens in Baltimore um, at 1 o'clock. I think that's a game between two offenses that are clicking. Could be a high-scoring game. I hope it's a high-scoring game. We haven't seen many high-scoring games in the pros. But I hope we have a little bit of offense in this game. But the Lions versus the Ravens, that's a big game. Um, a couple of other big games. Let's see. You got the Chargers and the Chiefs. Chargers is in a must-win. And I hate to say that, but you don't want to be 2-4, and four, you know, going into week 8 of the NFL season. So you got the Chargers and the Chiefs at 425. In Kansas City, Chargers need this win. They got to win. They want to stay in this playoff race. They've got to, they've got to win this game. They have to win this game. You don't want to go 2-4 and then you're chasing, trying to get a wild card spot in the AFC. So, I think they need, this is a game they need to win. And then, of course, the big matchup, the night game. You got two 5-1 teams with the Dolphins and the Eagles playing. Um, one offense that is clicking on all cylinders, saying the Dolphins against one defense that creates one of the best pass rushes right now in the NFL, I'm going to prevail. I mean, I truly think that the Eagles defense is going to slow them down a little bit, but if they don't get pressure on Tua and give him time to throw and they can run the football a little bit, the Dolphins can put up points. So I think the Eagles passing game is going to connect a little bit more this week, but that's what they say. Night games, prime time. Let's see what happens. Um, that's all I got this week for a great week eight in college football and the sports around this week. It was a big week. Um, episode 10 is in the books. Started this about a little over a month and a half ago, and now we're already at episode 10. So, again, if you are a reoccurring listener, I appreciate it. If you're a first time listener, go back and check out some of the old content and let me know what you think. Still appreciate you for clicking in on us and looking to see what we're talking about. But really, I don't know what I'm talking about. But every Sunday, check me out. Y'all know the deal. Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Let me know how you feel about the show. Let me know if you want some topics you want me to talk about. But till next time, I'll holler.